they're called Cenobites in this movie, which I believe is a movie made term. I think you picked those up from a Cinnabon too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a bad joke. No, that was that was a dad joke there for anybody listening for dad jokes. Right oh, I loved it. <laughs> All right, guys, welcome into another episode of It's a Horror Podcast. It's your boys. We're here uh, tonight. We are going to talk about demons. Yes. And this this is one of those genres, subgenres that, honestly, at first when we started talking about it, I was like, won't be too hard because it sounds like demon films are kind of, you know, cut and dry. But as Kevin told me later, he said, man, you look up on Google, look up demon movies. <laughs> there is a ton of demon movies. It's so hard, too. Movies you don't even think would be considered demon movies are in there like you've got you know your more modern stuff like insidious or deliver us from evil where you know possession plays a big role and kind of the films that we want to focus on today are straightforward demon movies movies that you see the demons in for most of the movie where the movie is about the demon itself not so much it possessing a human yes correct but I, and that was still even hard to do that so yeah oh god um, yeah it, it was it probably is one of the deepest subgenres of horror of all Honestly, because I don't think there's anything else that is deeper than that. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so I can't wait to get into it. I, I, and I also want to just thank everyone right now. We have topped 200 listens on our first episode. And I just I can't thank you guys enough for listening and supporting us. And uh, on Instagram and Facebook, uh, our Twitter still hasn't really taken off yet. But that's, you know, that's here nor there. But just want to say thank you out, uh, to everyone out there that has just helped us out and listened and, and shared it with your friends and family or whatever. So just a deep thank you from us. So Yeah, thank you so much. You know, I wasn't really expecting anybody to really give two shits, you know, <laughs> and, and and to hear some of your guys' feedback, it's it's it means the world to us. You know, if at any point in time you want to hit us up, we're going to try and get you guys more into the show, you know, as as far along as we go. So, yeah, we're getting ready to have yeah. some fun here. That's right. That's right. I must say, and I can't wait to see where this all goes, and and uh, maybe some guests we can get on, and and just the stuff we cover. And actually, I've always been doing this in my mind. You know, always I've always done a podcast in my mind about all the stuff I want to talk about, or, or you know, just to other people, and just to get my ideas out. So this is exactly where I wanted to go with this. And I just, I, like I said, I'm just, I'm so excited. So oh, yeah. uh, anyway, uh, let's just let's just get into this episode uh, of demons. Let's start off with just uh, a quick history and, and a definition of, of what demons are if uh, you want to handle that kev all right so demons can come in any way shape or form you know when you typically think of a demon you think of like fangs you know he's got like fluids all over hair or whatever i don't know what you think but <laughs> so essentially yeah. to the core a demon is a supernatural or malevolent being that you know is very common in religion literature mythology or folklore and typically the word demon comes from the greek word daemon um i believe you know some more about this if you want to go ahead and spiel that out yeah yeah i mean i you know i'm, I'm not a, a demon expert or anything <laughs> you know i hope i'm not um yeah it's probably a good most, thing yeah exactly i mean most of you i hope most of you know that i'm i'm a christian and so my view of demons is really probably different than most people listening right now and most people are going well how are you a christian and a horror fan at the same time but it is there's something that you know i've always enjoyed my whole life and i don't really view it as a i view it as a lifestyle horror is a high, as a lifestyle but 
it's also something that I can separate from, from what I believe, which is, I think is very, very important for me, especially, uh, and some other people that, that I know on Instagram that are Christians that they can kind of separate the two out. Anyway, getting back to the, the whole demon thing in, in the Bible. Um, and that's where I'm going to take this from, uh, you know, that, uh, the original, the original demon, uh, Lucifer, he was an angel, uh, that was fallen from heaven. You know, he, he told God that he, you know, was, was better than he was. So God said, all right, get out, you know, you're, you're done. And he took a bunch of angels with him. And those are the demons that we know, uh, know and love today. <laughs> but as that, as that progressed forward, um, especially from the biblical stance, you know, demons don't really have a lot of power. They don't really, they can't really do very much. Now, they, they're very persuasive and they do have physical capabilities of, to some, you know, to some degree um, and can influence people. But actually Hollywood has taken that and really amped that up to 11 with what they are capable of and what they can do and, and what they're about, uh, which is, which I love that for the fact they've taken something that was rooted in for me, especially truth. Uh, and most people won't agree with that, but that's just where I'm coming from. But it really amped that up and really turned it into something that is really, really scary and really interesting to, to just really delve into and to, to enjoy on, on screen. Because I know nothing scares the shit out of me more than a, than a demon, um, oh, especially from, yeah, from my roots, especially, you know, so uh, knowing that, that actually is a real thing for me, especially. But uh, so anyway, that's that's just a, a short, you know, history of where they came from and where Hollywood's taken it up until now. So, but yeah, the but, thing about demons really is there's no set physical appearance for them. You know, when you yes. think of zombies, Pretty much all zombies, you know, look about the same, rotting flesh, you know, can hardly move, some, some are fast, whatever, we talked about that. Um, yes. You know, vampires, last episode, they, you know, sharp teeth, can't go in the sun, it's, pr- it's a pretty set limit on um, the appearance of those two, but with demons, everyone kind of has their own interpretations, like you were saying, you know, your Christian uh, background leads you to think of them a certain way. You know, whereas every Tom, Dick, and Harry, I feel like if you ask them what it what a demon looks like, they're all going to have different answers. So you know, it's, exactly, it's it's really cool that it's left up to the listener, the viewer of whatever they're reading or watching, and and interpret a demon however they want. I always want to try and mention an early film in all these genres that I think you guys would like. Um, for a demon movie, I think a movie you guys should all check out is a movie from 1957 called Night of the Demon. Now, it has a very similar name to, you know, the 88 film that everyone, most people know, Night of the Demons. It's basically just set in the United Kingdom, and there's this demon, and he's just kind of wreaking havoc, right? And at the end, it actually shows this creepy-looking demon literally ripping a dude apart. Nice. Yeah, so in 57, you know, that's kind of not how shit rolled, you know? That was during the Red Scare and all that stuff, so Mm -hmm. you got a demon ripping people apart in, in 57. That's pretty rad. So. That is awesome. I mean, yeah, because back then it was very conservative too. You know, mm-hmm. now films in that time were, you know, a lot of people wanted to push the envelope, so they would kind of go, you know, off kilter. And especially with this film, it sounds like that it takes it to the to the limit. You know, yeah, absolutely. So. I would highly suggest anyone to check that one out if you're looking for some, you know, kind of earlier films within the demon uh, genre. Yeah, I think I'm definitely going to check that out. So I, that's awesome, man. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Well, yeah, definitely people check that out. Let us know if you watch it, what you think about it. I'm going to check it out. Definitely. So that's just a little history behind demons uh, themselves. Uh, so I know we've picked out, you know, our top five demon films of all time. And, and like I said, it wasn't easy for me to pick these out. Um, had to kind of mull over it for a while and then uh, go back and rewatch 
some of the the movies that I actually picked to make sure that I knew what I was talking about yeah. when we brought them up. But I think these lists are going to be pretty cool. And I I don't know yours, you don't know mine. Yeah. So I, I, and I'm hoping I'm hoping that some overlap, but I don't I don't know I I, I don't know. I think I'm expecting a pretty uh, diverse selection here from both of us, honestly. Awesome! I can't wait to hear, man. So. Mm-hmm. All right, let's uh, let's get into the uh, the world of demons and our top five. Woo! All why right. Don't you, uh, why don't you go ahead and start us off? Five. All right. So at number five, I have demons from 1985. Nice. Um. So this one is pretty much. I'm pretty sure it's a Lamberto Bava directed mm-hmm. film, and I believe Dario Argento produced it. So you have a lot of star yeah. power behind this film. It's it's very Italian. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure it was filmed in Berlin. So that that always like, it's it's so weird to me how these just kind of go all over the place. You don't really know what's happening. But essentially, in this movie, if you put this mask on, it turns you into do, to a demon, hmm. and then you attack other people. And once you bite them, you know they turn into a demon. This and that. This and that. Well, this all hmm. goes down in a movie theater called the Metropole. This place is so cool looking. Um. I think it's one of the coolest looking structures in, in a horror movie. Really? Yeah, it just has a very looming effect. But yeah, no, so Demons, it's, it's in a movie theater. This girl that looks just like Rick James, and so he's in this movie playing a prostitute, <laughs> female prostitute. <laughs> um, Interesting. Yeah, she just puts this mask on, being an, being an idiot, and turns into a demon, and so she goes around and just starts basically creating havoc, taking people out one by one. And honestly, I did a kill count. I tried doing a kill count in this movie. Mm-hmm. The movie starts with 60 people in this theater. One make it out. Wow. Yeah, so there's... That's, that's, a, that's the record. <laughs> yeah, so there's, there's insane mayhem in this movie. And it's, 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 got, it's got fluids, man. It's got blood. It's got pus. It's, <sighs> it's gross. It's, the special effects are pretty well done, too. Um, nice. The soundtrack, it's got a lot of, like, metal... I mean, if you consider Billy Idol and Rick Springsteen metal, but back in the day, well, maybe. Yeah, I mean, you know, you get to talk about the times, you know, especially. Exactly. It like I, I want to say that it rocks harder than an element called Wurzide Boron Nitride. Have you ever heard of that, Jerry? I have not. No. Well, okay. My extensive research here has led me to believe that that is one of the hardest rocks known to hmm. man. So this film soundtrack is right. It's harder than rocks. Yeah, yeah. Can you believe <laughs> you're, that? You're too smart for me, dude. I don't, I, you know, <laughs> no, I had, I had to look that shit up. I didn't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but uh, well, I, to, to be to be totally transparent, I didn't. I, I tried to watch this film. I really did, and I've never seen it before. I looked it up on every streaming site I could find, even some that aren't listed, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to put my eye patch on, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, and I still could not find it. And I looked and looked. I probably looked for two days, and I could not find it. And I, it would be funny because I'd find it somewhere and go, oh, sweet. And mm-hmm. I'd click the play button, and it would just go, oh, cannot find file. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a bummer. That's definitely one you got to check <sighs> yeah. out. It's pretty good. I'm going to have to buy it off uh, Amazon just so I can check it out because that sounds epic. So Yeah, it's very good. I'll definitely have to try that out. So, all right. Um, anything else you want to add before we move on? No. No, that's it. What What do you got? All right. Well, my number five film is The Babadook. Ooh. And uh, yeah, this film is from 2014. Well, you know, this this film is funny because a lot of people either hate it or they love it. I really haven't found anybody that's gone in between. Uh, some people think that it's 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 too you know overdone, but I think I think this film really um, it takes a story that is very plain. Uh, a, a lady's husband dies, 
and just trying to cope with all that and her and her son living together in a house and just the, the norms of everyday life and how just life is just rolling on. But they end up uh, getting haunted by this demon and it's, it's out of a book that they read together. And but I think just, it's just so well done for the fact that the acting is very good. The mom's face, like her face is, it's just always like horrific. Like she always looks like she's just about to start screaming at any moment. And that just puts you on edge all the time anyway. Um, but, and they only show the Babadook literally one time in the film and it don't really even show it really. It's just kind of like a, in the shadows type thing, which I love that because it harkens back to a lot of the films, you know, earlier horror films where they wouldn't even show the monster at all. And it would be more scary than they actually did show it. Your mind makes um, up anything exactly. more scarier than you can see on TV. Exactly. And that's, of course, the imagination is the, is, you know, the thing that can freak you out the most. Uh, at least I know that's with me especially. So, mm-hmm. but anyway, but yeah, the, the movie's well done for the fact that the, the sound in the movie is fantastic. Uh, just the, the noises and stuff that happen, you know, in the house and, uh, and just the, the way everything is very paranoid about it. I love that feeling. Uh, cause it really makes you paranoid as well as you're watching it. And that's just, it's, I love it. Um, a lot of people don't think it goes far enough. Um, but I think it actually goes a little bit too far on, on a few aspects, but it just, it's so well done. Yeah, I, I actually wasn't a fan of that one. See, yeah, exactly. uh, sign, sign me up. Like you said, either love it or hate it. I, mm. I do think I do fall more on the hate. Um, it's just I, I, I really enjoy slow burn movies. Um, mm. But in this one, I kind of didn't really think a lot was going on. And plus the fact that, oh, that kid, dude, I, <laughs> that kid was so annoying. I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to kick him farther than a fifty yard field goal. Like he's so, he's, I hated him so much. But I think that's that's the charm of the movie, though, is the fact that you don't really want this to work out for them, but then you do because, like, what's happened to him before, you know? I, and I guess you know. I'm, I wear my heart on my sleeve way too much, and, and I'm, you know, I get emotional in movies sometimes. But I really connect with with that kind of stuff. Well, yeah, you're and you're think, a father, so you know you true. see things differently than I do. Very, Absolutely, very, yeah. So I think that's why I connected with this movie so much is the fact that you kind of feel. But yeah, at the same point, that kid was very annoying. So um, <laughs> I hope to God my kids aren't that annoying. But <laughs> oh, no, they're, they're listening, they're not annoying. I promise you, kids. I love you to death. Daddy loves you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, it's, uh, I. I, I I haven't seen it in a while. I need to go back and rewatch it. I was going to rewatch it for this podcast, but uh, some other films kind of took its place. But mm-hmm. definitely one of those I got. I got to check out again. So, all right, uh, let's uh, let's check out your number four, man. All right, number four. I've got Hellraiser. Hell yeah! Yeah. Now, see, I think that this movie is the best movie in my list. Why is it at number four? You might ask because. Mm-hmm. The demon aspect is so minute. When you think of Hellraiser, you automatically think of Pinhead. But mm-hmm. in all actuality, he's literally only in the movie for 20, 25, 30 minutes. Yeah. He shows Pretty up. Disappointing. Yeah, he shows up in the first scene. And then the next time you see him again is an hour and 10 minutes into the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, and so. Yeah. But they are demons. It's actually mentioned in the movie a couple times that they're demons, you know, and it's visually are probably some of the most badass demons I've seen. The best, honestly. I yeah. Agree. They're called Cenobites in this movie, mm-hmm. which I believe is a movie-made term. I think you picked those up from uh, Cinnabon, too. Oh! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a bad joke. That, that, was, that was a dad joke there, if anybody listened for dad jokes. Right there. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> but, um, 
Yeah, so you know, it's 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 more about you know a love story, this and that gone wrong. Her trying to bring the dude back. I'm sure most of you have seen it. There's plowing in this movie, and I'm not oh, talking. Yes. I'm not talking about snow. I'm not like, talking about uh, the field plowing in the field either. Oh yeah, no, you all know what plowing we're talking about here. Oh. There we are. Yeah, brown chicken, brown cow. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> brown chicken, brown cow. Right. <laughs> that's even better. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I've got on Hellraiser. Um, what do you think of the movie? I love the movie. That, but here's here's the most messed up part of all this for me, especially the most disturbing part of that film is when they're they're taking the mattress upstairs and you see that that nail hanging oh, out of the yes. wall, and you just you know he's gonna fucking cut his hand on that shit. Oh yeah, you just know it. And it, it and like they'll cut to something else and they'll cut back and cut. I'm like, stop cutting this shit. Just show mm-hmm. me his hand being cut on that fucking. It's very shit so effective for sure. You know that prolonged. Oh, tears me up dude every time i watch them like just just show it just show it. i want to see blood and i want to see the pan tear apart get over with yeah but that's the most disturbing part of that movie which is hilarious because most people mm-hmm. go no i think the, the demons are the most disturbing part of that film but... <laughs> and it's funny because i always like to imagine that you know you got a little pinhead in that staircase and one of his yes. nails in his head is is longer than the rest and it's sticking out and then that's Dude, what that's, he hits his hand on is just like, I his... <laughs> never thought of that. <laughs> like, it's just I like, will never watch that part again the same way. It's just like being dumb. Just imagining like a little, like six inch <laughs> Hellraiser, just like kind of chilling inside of this stairway. And then his little, he's like, y'all yeah. sold as mine. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of his, all of the nails around his head have a, like a two inch diameter, except this one that has like a fucking 25 inch <laughs> reach that extends past. And the dude cuts his hand on it. It's waiting his head down. He's like, I killed him. <laughs> 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 oh, that's awesome that i will never watch that scene ever again same way so i appreciate that oh, you're definitely, welcome. i'll watch it again maybe tonight who knows uh just to kind of freak myself out so mm-hmm. very good one well, cool. very good but one. i yeah i love i love the hellraiser series so uh that's that's a badass pick right there so thank you thank you what uh what do you what do you got at number four here well, my number four and most people won't agree with this um it's it's a newer film it's from 2012 it's uh it's sinister uh, it's a lot of people don't like this movie and on the newer ones, especially they don't a lot of people don't like them for the fact that they just are too overdone and they're, they seem like they are just produced. They're just way overproduced. And, but the movie to me, it, it takes place uh, in a house where there was a murder of uh, a family and a writer is going to write a book about it. So he moves into the house to, I guess, get a better feel for what happened there. He finds a box of films. Uh, he looks at them and they're, they're snuff films. They're disturbingly just graphic snuff films. And just the, the premise of the movie is what impresses me the most. The actual movie itself, uh, the way it looks, is just like it is overproduced. I will be the first one to agree with that. But it's just the whole plot. It's just watching those films with him is very disturbing. I can't even imagine watching those, like finding that and like watching them and going, this is so fucked up, you know? And then of course you find out later on exactly what happened, you know, and who did it and why I won't disclose that at all uh, in case anybody hadn't seen it yet, but it's just, I guess the premise of the movie is what impresses me the most is that it's a very well uh, developed film in the fact that it is really, really disturbing. So have you seen it before? I have, and I am extremely pissed off. Do you know why? Why? Because I love this movie and I completely forgot it existed. It, pro- <laughs> it honestly probably would have made my top five too. God damn there it! You go. That's all right. That's all right. I, I took it for us and, and ran with it. But uh, <laughs> Thank so, you. so, so, do you agree with the fact that it's overproduced, or do you like the way it looks? Or um, it's been a couple of years since I've seen it, but I don't remember that really being an issue. Um, mm-hmm. when I watched it, I was kind of too involved in in those videos of you know people being killed, and mm-hmm. there was 
a strange realness to them. Yes. You know, and it was very creepy and mm-hmm. I'm not a, really a huge fan of jump scares because I think they're 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 a cheap way to get a reaction out of the audience, but this film has probably some of the best ones right up there with Insidious in my eyes, you know. Exactly, exactly. I mean, and, and I'm like I I hear your point about jump scares. At the same point, I think that is it may be a cheap way, but it's also just sometimes like a good way just to kind of get you into the film. Oh, yeah, they're extremely um, effective. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. But I do agree. If you ever use them, that is, that is a no-no. You shouldn't do that. Um, but use, use it as an effective tool, not as your only tool. Exactly. So I guess it's a good way to put that. So, but yeah, like, but like, just the way the, those, those snuff films were, were filmed and they put them into the film just were very well done. And just the creep factor was like 15. It really just it's fucked a, the mind. It's a fantastic so. movie without yeah, a doubt. Yeah, yeah. But the only thing is about it is like the whole. Well, I say I don't want to ruin anything, but I won't really tell you the whole story behind it. But I guess the demon. Of course, we are talking about demon films, so there is a demon involved. Um, the demon really didn't impress me that much, but Bagul? I'll let you. Yeah, yeah, I won't, yeah, I won't put it out there and, and, and tell you what I, exactly what I thought, but but just just go watch it. Whoever's out there, go watch it and then tell us what you think. Tell if it's is it a good demon? Is it a shitty demon? Do you look okay? Just let us know. Yeah. I'm kind of curious. Have you so. seen uh, Sinister Two? Uh, I have. I just wasn't <laughs> very impressed with that. Film. No, that one I watched, sucks so bad. Yeah, I was thirty minutes in, and I'm like, this just sucks ass. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't actually turn it off. I didn't. Watch, I didn't finish it. it. Doesn't even hold a light to the original, unfortunately. No. Yeah. What's so sad is that I hate when a good film does a sequel, and you're so excited, and it just takes a big shit in the bed. I'm yeah. like, come on. Yeah. It just pisses me off. But anyway. All right. So that's uh, that's my number four pick. Let's move on to number three. What do you got for number three, my friend? All right, so I got Demon Wind. <laughs> Demon Wind. <laughs> yes, it's here. It's Woo. here. All right. Fuck. So this film is from 1990. Now, you're not going to find a bigger fan of this film than Jerry. Is that right? Um, Jerry who? <laughs> Jerry Jones? Uh, <laughs> Jerry Maguire. Uh, Jerry Maguire. There yeah, we go. Yeah. Yeah. Show me the money on that one. Sure, yeah. Show me something. Damn. No, so, I was kidding. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk to that. Um, talk about that in a little bit. Let's, let me just kind of give you an overview of this movie. In my eyes, I kind of thought that this one w- was a Night of the Demons mixed with Evil Dead, just minus a naked li- Lenny Quigley and Bruce Campbell's big ass chin. I love Bruce Campbell, by the way. Oh he's, God, he's, he's the best. There. He is. Um, and it's just this movie was so fun to me. It was. It never took itself too seriously. There was honestly mm-hmm. a few parts that actually kind of creeped me out. Um, I watched this one for the first time a couple of years ago, and I I loved it. And yeah. I watched it again for this episode to kind of refresh my memory, and and yeah. I I still really enjoyed it. Um, but like, but I mean, but see, on my aspect, I think it took itself way too seriously. Yeah, yeah. There were the underlying aspect like way of, too seriously. This guy basically goes to this cabin or house, whatever you will. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was basically a couple boards <laughs> just sticking up out of the ground. Yeah, and exactly. From what I remember, his father. <laughs> He he went there for something for his father. It's funny I watched this a couple of days ago, but I didn't care enough mm. to like focus on the backstory. But right. but that's kind of what you know. My focus wasn't there; it was the demon part. Right, right. And right. in this this movie has fucking demons, man. Let me tell you, like oh a lot. Yes, of demons. these practical these practical effects are. I I thought they were fantastic. That is one thing I'll give you. The practical effects were were really really good. I'll give you that. I was very impressed with that. Yeah, so. and and actually, um, Lou Diamond Phillips. Do you know who that is? Oh yeah, he was Big married names. to the second assistant director, and he actually would frequent 
the shoots, and he played one of the demons. Did he really? Yeah. yeah you know, I did think that one looked like him, actually. So <laughs> You're okay just watching the that. movie. Does that look like Lou Diamond Phillips? <laughs> Seriously, that's what I thought. I'm like, I'm like, no. You know, I mean, you think about it in your head, you go, no, no. It's just, that's me thinking. I'm overthinking things. Yeah, but, I mean, to me, personally, this movie was almost like it was manufactured in Wisconsin because the cheese is superb. That's oh, cheese is fantastic. I will give yeah, you that too. Yeah, so I I loved it. You weren't a fan. No, I, uh, <laughs> I'm pretty much over two on well, recommendations you, now for you. I, well, you t- you told me you go. Here's what you said. You said, dude, it's Evil Dead meets Night of the Demons and had a slasher baby. Yeah, that's what you told me exactly. They all die one by and one. I so was and I, I was on I was on fire. I was like, hell yeah, this sounds awesome. I started off. I was like, okay, it's, it's starting kind of cheesy, so I like that. You know, it's going to get it you know a little better. And then it just took this dive, and I'm like, okay, when is it going to come back up? Is this going? No, no. I should have told you well, it was a piece of shit. You might have liked it better. <laughs> probably that. You know, next time I'm just say this movie sucks ass. And yeah. like it, but but the whole fact that like like okay, it, it's based on like a, a Christian community type thing. Mm-hmm. But like the 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 woman is she's a witch, but she's also a Christian. And I know earlier I said I'm I'm a Christian I like horror but that you're that overthinking it Jerry you're overthinking you can't it separate <laughs> you can't separate being a witch and a Christian you just can't do it I just you just I just you just can't I just and, and tell me if anyone out there has a way to do that please tell me because I want to know but that that that's to begin with you know I, I made some notes about this movie mm-hmm. um, let, me, let me let me just read some of the things that I put down about this movie oh here we go <laughs> um yeah I put a Christian witch uh, has a gross man butt scene that just oh yeah there's a man butt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, For all you man butt fans, there you go. There, yeah, yeah, there you go. It, it, it's pretty prominent too. Um, <laughs> there's a magician that shows up in the first like 20 minutes. I'm like, why is there a magician? Mm-hmm. I, whatever. Okay, that's what is what it is. Um, there's a fog. Okay, let's just you know let let's uh, take John Carpenter and then throw him in there. You know that bit. fog was actually real too. Was it really? There there was one scene with intense fog. Yeah, they had intense fog on this the set, and apparently it was real. Okay, okay, I'll give him the fog then. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> um, uh, let's see here. Um, yeah, I actually put um, being content with staying in a non-existent house. Yeah, <laughs> it's that. it's a very Chronicles of Narnia thing. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, I mean, they're like, like, like y'all stay here, and they, they they kind of put the fire, and they're like, okay, they're just living in this place, and it's like a fifth dimension, and you don't really give a fuck. I'm like, yeah. well, hello, yeah. you're in a place that didn't exist. I, I mean, to kind of like let the people understand, visually, this house is literally just a couple boards standing up in a door. Yes. Um, they once you go through the door, you enter pretty much a real looking cabin, or, or just, and then that's how it wakes up everything up. Right, but like, but if you look through the front door, especially, like you can see, like the cabin inside, but you look to the sides, and there's nothing there. So yeah. even when you look inside the door, you still see the cabin. But here's a couple more things. Uh, there was a cool roundhouse kick to the head of a demon, which was badass. I love that. <laughs> that was fantastic. And there was a female Freddy Krueger in this film. See, you, you know told me about? that, and I don't. I didn't remember seeing that. Dude, this woman has like these uh, knives or something coming out of her fingers, and I'm like, hell yeah, this fucking. And she stabs someone in the face with them. I'm like, that's. that's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the the she yeah. stabs a douchebag. Okay. Yes, yeah, yes, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. The male chauvinist, uh, homophobic idiot. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. puffy that, ass. That guy gets it perfect. And I love when he gets killed because I'm like, hell yeah, that that needs to go right now. Oh, absolutely. Um, one more thing I'll add about. Oh, okay, there's two more things. <laughs> uh, there's a demon filling up boobs in this film, which is very disturbing, but yeah. also very intriguing. I won't tell you which one I found more intriguing, but <laughs> I mean, with that, just that just is what it is. Um, I, okay, why did I put this? I put down the road, not down the road. Why did I put that in there? Oh, because they they like drive away, but oh, it brings them back. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's okay. Okay, I was like, what did I put that there? <laughs> and the last, the last 
exclamation point I'll put on this film is uh, the end demon has feathers, but they're never addressed why he has feathers. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of weird. And then the main guy at the end, he gets like a diamond head. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. It, the just, ending was kind of bad shit. I'll give you that. Yeah. It was very, you told me that too, which it was very bad. I liked it. The ending was crazy, but I liked that part about it. But anyone listening, go out, watch it and tell us what you think. I want to know, you know, if you think that this is as bad as I think it is, or is as good as Kevin thinks it is. Yes. I, I just think that it's just, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in my eyes, it's like, it's a diamond in the rough. It's a movie that pretty much no one's heard about. And that's maybe why I like it so much. Cause I never heard about it. Went in with zero expectations and then came out with that final result. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you like it because <laughs> at least someone does. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What do you got at number three? All right. My number three is let's go one step up from your last pick. Hellraiser 2. Oh. That's my pick for uh, for number three. Um, I didn't pick the first one because I like the first one, but like you said, there's not much demon stuff in it. Mm. There's way more demon stuff in part two. Um, and I think most people, I hope most people that listen to this have actually seen uh, the movie because it's, the Hellraiser, the first, at least the first three are really, really good. After that, it kind of takes, uh, jumps that shark pretty hard, you know, on a motorcycle, but mm-hmm. uh this one, this one takes you to a place literally called hell, and it's a very, I think it's a very interesting take on what hell looks like. Um, oh yeah, you got like labyrinths and yeah, crazy shit big all diamond, over. You know, like a big black light shining around, and mm-hmm. uh, there's weird like phallic looking creatures like going down hallways and stuff. Speaking and, of that, man, Clive Barker's a weird dude. Like you can dude, just tell he, what he's into. He's got like leather clad people. He's got chains, whips. This dude's like the king of the BDSM community. Holy shit. He loves that shit. Man. He <laughs> yeah, adopts it and loves it like his own child. So good yeah, for him. With it, man. Clive, whatever, man. Hit it. <laughs> different strokes for different <laughs> folks, huh? That's right. <laughs> but but I, I like the way that the new demon was created too with, uh, with the doctor. I love that. Mm. The way they drilled into his head and just like, he's like hanging like a puppet. I mean, that whole thing is just very disturbing to me. So oh, yeah. um, the fact you're hanging literally by a drill in your head, that's, that's so fucked up. It's so badass. Um, oh, hell yeah. Uh, and just the whole fact of the, the skin being pulled off of, uh, of Julia and then being used later on by Christie to kind of fool everybody. And that, just that, all that, just the whole movie is just badass. I love it. And just the whole fact that in the, in the, the one scene I love in the, in the film though, is the mattress scene where they pull Julia out of wherever she is and kind of, you know, bring her back. To, oh yeah. She like to, grabs the guy in it too. Yes. Yeah. And she, she's all muscly and bloody and shit. I love that. It's, it's, that's it, fucking bad. It's a perfect kind of loving ode to the first one where pretty much yeah. it's Frank, you know, and then mm-hmm. she's getting victims for him to kind of regrow himself. And then, Exactly. And then the doctor is helping Julia in this one do the same thing. Yes. Yeah. But that, that scene, like I said, it, it, this, just the way she looks is so awesome. I just don't even know how they pull that off. But uh, she just looks bloody as shit, which that's badass. Mm-hmm. All right. What's, uh, what's your number two, man? All right. So we've got Evil Dead. Do you want to take a guess at which one I've got? I'm going to say two. Uh, I'm gonna cheat. All right, I'm gonna cheat. Okay, I've got the first one and the newest one. Really? Yes, yes. So you skip two all together. Yes. Okay. Hold, right. hold your booze, everybody. Hold your booze. <laughs> um, the the okay, we'll start at 1981. The first Evil Dead. Sure. Uh, Bruce Campbell, right. Sam Raimi. It's 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 so good. It's it's a great indie movie. You know, you got yes. that raw feel. The special effects. I mean, they are outdated, but they. I still think they look pretty well. 
and I, re- I, I agree. Yeah, I rewatched that one for this, and I kind of surprised myself with how much I enjoyed it. Because when I look back, I kind of think, oh, you know, I don't remember it being that good. But I, th- I think everyone should give that a shot. And as far as the remake, the one from 2013, I love that movie so much. I, I fully agree. It's one of my favorite. It's probably my favorite remake of all time. And do you know why it was so successful? Why? Because they brought back the same creators of the original. Really? I didn't know that. Like you, yeah. Like, uh, I know Sam Raimi was involved. I know Bruce yeah, I Campbell small, was yeah. involved. And I didn't know Bruce was involved. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's the thing is that's what a lot of these people making sequels, remakes, reboots, whatever they don't mm-hmm. they need to bring back the original thought. So because all these movies are just doing crazy ass things that don't make mm-hmm. sense, and that just just bring the people in, carry out their thought, and it can be successful. And you know, yeah. with the remake, there you, I actually have a cool few. Uh, stats here for you okay. the five original uh characters not from the original but from the remake the five characters uh-huh. their names are david eric mia olivia and natalie right if you take the first letter of each of their names it spells out demon does it really yeah yep. that's fucked up man yeah that's awesome isn't that so cool it's like something that is that's what i'm talking about like little shit like that like that's that's love you know that you're putting that into really this movie is. that, that 98 percent of people that watch this movie aren't going to know, you know, it's, it's, it's a horror movie made by people who love horror movies. This movie was known for breaking the record when it came out for the amount of blood it it had in it, artificial blood. There was 50,000 gallons of blood in that movie. Yeah. That's ridiculous, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. And and you've got Jane Levy in that movie. She's drop dead gorgeous, except the fact that she doesn't know how to use a box cutter. (laughs) because she clearly does not use that thing for its intended purpose (laughs) (laughs) wow that was subtle (laughs) yeah 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 um what do you think of the that the uh the original movie and the remake okay a lot of people are gonna hate me for this but i I, the original the original is good but i really don't like it all that much Mm -hmm. i think I see. I don't want to. I don't want to go in the wrong direction here because I could get a whole lot of hate. No, this. it's definitely aged without a doubt. Yeah, sure. but but it's not the fact that it's aged. I think it just. It, it, I don't. I don't know. I, I just. I, damn, I can't get it out. <laughs> <laughs> I just. I just don't. I just don't like the cheesiness. Is a little too much for me. I think. I, I, like I'm the not, slapstick not, aspect. Yeah. Yeah, I love cheese, but I think I think especially with horror films, you got to dial it down just a little bit to kind of let the horror breathe. Mm-hmm. And I think they kind of overshadow or kind of. You know, if if I want to take a weird you know, stab at this one, but you know, scattered, smothered, and covered, you know, over the horror, um, it just kind of does it a little too much. But uh, but the remake for me is so just batshit, like bloody, fucking, just disgusting, and just it, it just and it just grabs you from almost the very start. It, it sucks you in, and you're just into the film, and you can't wait to see what happens at the end. And then you get done with it, and you go, "Wow, that blew the, the original away." Oh yeah. yeah, but but I cringe to say that because I love Bruce Campbell and I love what he's done with with. Uh, I love the TV show a lot. Uh, Ash vs Evil Dead. I loved it. It's so good, um, so good. But it, yeah, but but it's like that, that was a TV show, and the fact that it was a lot of cheese, but it like it was just that's the way it was supposed to be intended. Right. I think Evil Dead was supposed to be intended to be kind of scary back in the day, but now it's older. It's like okay, you know, it's it's funny, but it's not really scary. But and that's what they it. did with Evil Dead too. Is they pretty much remade the movie. Yeah. Um. Just with a lot more comedy slapstick aspects. Yeah. See, I can't stand the second one even even more. So I honestly, I'm not a fan of the second one either. And that's yeah. I feel like that's going to chap the ass of a lot of people because yeah, it is. that's kind of the movie of the franchise. Yeah. So you're right. 
a lot, a lot, and especially that the iconic uh, movie poster with the skull with it with the eyeball. Yes. You know, people love that. I love it too. I think it looks great. It's so but, cool. Yeah. So, but please don't hate us for that. I mean, yeah, we we can all agree to disagree here. Exactly. Exactly. But and and I may, I may go back and revisit it, and I may change my mind. But I just I don't know for some reason it just didn't get me. Didn't so. grab you. Didn't grab me like I wanted it to. So. <laughs> all right. What you got at number two here? My well, number two is Night of the Demons. Uh, we, we covered this earlier. Uh, you said a little bit about it um, as being one of those that people kind of gravitate towards uh, being a demon film. Uh, I rewatched this last night, actually. Um, it's, it's about, I think I watched it for actually the first time just last year, early last year, and I've watched it probably four or five times, but I watched it again just to kind of get uh, a you know, good remembrance of what happened in it. Um, it's just a, it's, it's a very, it's cheesy, but it does take itself more seriously. I think it's why for me it beats out uh, Evil Dead on this, you know, the horror comedy kind of thing is because it takes itself seriously, but it's cheesy on a, a, a subconscious level almost. Um, they're not trying to be funny, funny, but they're still trying to be funny in a way that kind of brings you in and kind of, you know, gives you a false sense of security. And then it just throws the demons at you kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, but, and of course, Lene Quigley is in it and she's, She's fantastic she and literally she anything. Is. But yeah, she's just she's fantastic. She just has that the aura about her, the horror aura. I get that out right. Mm-hmm. The practical effects in this are, are fantastic. The storyline is hilarious for the fact that, you know, it's the quintessential, you know, we're going to a party. And it's we're going to a dance. No, we're going to a dance. And then we're going to a party. And it's at this haunted house. And it's given by the girl, the, the creepy girl in, in class that no one likes. But <laughs> hey, she throws a good party because she's creepy, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, and then they go and they you know, things are happening and, and it, you know, it takes that dive. You can see from a mile away, but it's still, it's so good. Like they do it so well. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's one and, of those uh, movies that is just quintessential Halloween viewing. Yes. It's, exactly. it's literally on repeat for me every single year, at least around Halloween, you know, if not mm-hmm. more times throughout the year, it's just, it's, it's got everything an eighties fan horror fan would want. You know, you got the yes. special effects, like you mentioned, you've got, mm-hmm. you know, the gore, the, the, the acting is pretty pretty good for what it is. It's not bad. Yeah. yeah, it's not bad at all. Yeah, and and just everything is about that movie is just top notch. I can, I cannot praise that movie enough. Seriously, I mean it's it is very well, and it's almost like a slasher too because people get kind of knocked off one by one, and mm-hmm. like they'll be off doing something. You now people are having sex in a coffin, which I think is badass. Oh yeah, uh, and, then they, and then they get handled, and then you know, but it is it is almost like a demon slasher film, which exactly I was kind of hoping that you know, demon win was going to be like that, but. You, Literally, I don't think you could find a. <laughs> I don't think you could find a better a better double feature than Night of the Demons and Return of the Living Dead. I think that yeah, those I two agree. movies together should just that's perfect. Be together, you said right there. Yes, I agree. You you nailed it perfectly. So, if you're looking for quintessential demon films and something to watch on Halloween. Boom, boom. You got it right there. Oh, You're yeah. welcome. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so if, if you haven't seen that film, again, what the fuck is wrong with you? Go watch it right now. Yes, please, like, please, stop, please. Pause the podcast, go watch it, and come back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, wow, it looks like we're already at number one. Yeah. That's crazy, dude. So uh, why don't you give us your number one? Yeah. All right, my number one is... Night of the Demons from 1988. <laughs> Yay! Yes, yes. Look at that. <laughs> I, I mentioned to Jerry a couple days ago. I, I, I truly thought that that was going to be your number one. So when you said it was number two, I was it kind of blew my mind. See, and I, I told you. Yeah. I told you. I said, I said, I may, I may surprise you. Yeah, dude, you surprised the hell out of me because <laughs> I know we both absolutely adore Return of the Living Dead. And to me, uh, 
Night of the Demons is so similar in a lot of the things it does. So mm-hmm. I, I, that, that's crazy, <laughs> but yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. So, so, so what else, what else do you want to add to it? I know you have something else that you can add to it to make, make what I said even better. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, just so much fun, you know, I, it I pretty is. much mentioned most of it, but you know, it's got a good soundtrack. It's, it's, it's genuinely creepy. And actually right at the end, mm-hmm. you know, the demon that kind of rises above the house. Yeah, that is the same demon from Night of the Demon that I mentioned earlier from 1957. Is it really? Yes, it is. Yep, it's a Holy it's shit. a little it's a little thing in there, a little loving note. That's awesome. Yeah. Which, okay, I've got to see demons now. Yeah. I've got to see the movie. Yeah, which I didn't notice the first time ever, huh. and then Night of the Demon was recently released on Blu-ray, the one from 1957, and I gave it a watch, and I was like, why does that look so familiar? And then, and then I was like, oh yeah, Night of the Demons. So, there you go. Yeah, I mean, it kind of that that is really cool. The, the throwback there—that's that's awesome. Yeah, that was really. Uh, neat. And one thing also, I forgot to add too: the old guy at the first that gets scared by the teenagers, and then he holds up the fact that he's going to put razor blades in the in the uh, apple, and then he gets that done to him at the end. At the end, <laughs> dude, that is one of my favorite scenes in any movie ever because it, it's so funny because you almost see it coming. Yeah, but it's like, and then that like the, the effect of the the blades coming to his throat—that's just awesome. I love that part. <laughs> yeah, that's so um, good. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. Yeah. I, like I said, we didn't know each other's top top five, so it's funny that we kind of overlap there. But... It's yeah. It's really fun to see how these work out. It's, it's, yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Now, for my number one, you're going to be, and I'm going to get a lot of flack for this, um, probably. <laughs> I'm guessing because most people won't say this is it's not a demon film, but I'm going to explain why I picked it in a second. So, my number one is The Fog by John Carpenter. Mm. I think that in this movie, the, the ghosts in this movie are phenomenal. Uh, I think that they look really cool, um, but they also have that revenge factor. Um, I think demons are very vengeful and revengeful uh, for what happened to them, you know, eons and eons ago. So I think this film is in itself a, a great demon revenge film. Uh, and Carpenter, of course, nails it. Um, the fact that uh, Adrian Barbeau plays this amazing uh, DJ that almost acts as a like an early system warning to everyone. You know, I think that's really cool how she is right there on the coast and is kind of like you know watching all this stuff unfold. Uh, she's talking to the, the the guy down the street, you know, at the other station, and the kills in this film are fantastic. Um, and it just the creep factor is just uh, unreal. What about my girl Jamie Lee Curtis? Oh, Jamie Lee yeah. Curtis. Well, her and Tom Atkins. I mean, just the fact that they sleep together in this movie, just to make that perfect baby. I mean, oh, if that were to happen, yeah, that would be awesome. Think about think about it. If Curtis and Atkins had a baby, I totally forgot he was in that movie. Yeah, dude, he gets it, and he damn it, you know, brown chicken, brown cow. I mean, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. I mean, awesome. And I can't wait. Actually, we're going to to a hard hound weekend this weekend yes. to actually meet Mr. Atkins. So I'm very excited about that. So yes, we're going to be talking about the later. Good time. On. Yes, very good time. So I can't wait to. I'm going to say, man, what was it like being with Jamie Lee? <laughs> They're like, you know, those fake, right? No, no, don't tell me that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, <laughs> well, uh, we get back to the movie. Back, and that kind of threw me off there. Um, <laughs> but just, just the way the film looks. I know it's, you know, it's an early. It's, or I'm sorry, it's, a, it's a late '70s film. Uh, I'm sorry, early '80s film. Excuse me. But uh, just the way it looks, it's just very, very well, well shot, and you know, it's. John's fingerprints are all over it for for good reason. That course, he you know he directed and everything, but but he just it's just a quintessential John Carpenter film. But it's, it's fantastic. The ending actually doesn't 
throw you off a little. Endings, endings to me sometimes can either really ruin a movie or make a movie. And this one actually makes a lot of sense to me. Actually, the reason why they're there and the reason that everything works out the way it does makes sense to me. So I'm not sure if everyone agrees with that, but oh well. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, why not? Yeah, but you, but you told me you didn't really like this film a lot or, or you just really didn't know much about it. Yeah, I watched it, oh man, five, ten, maybe ten years ago. Really? And this was kind of when I was at that age where I didn't really know John Carpenter was so big. Mm-hmm. Like I watched this movie not knowing he directed it. Let me say that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So I, it, I just thought it was very kind of one note, very boring, if you will. Um. Granted, I I don't want to talk too much on it because, like I said, it's been a long time since I've seen it. it but yeah. I'm totally down to give it a rewatch. But just from what memory serves me, I, I I do remember being a little bit bored by it. Yeah, it it is. I will give you that. It is a slow a slow burn. It's a very very slow burn. It does start off uh, pretty fast for me with with the kills, you know. But then it slows down and kind of it, it's it's building the story up is what it's doing. And the the fog. It was so cool about it is as the story burns along the fog rolls in and it rolls in slowly, but it's, it's this ominous thing. That's just, you always know it's there. You always know what's in the fog, but you don't know when it's actually going to make landfall. And it always, it's what with me, it kind of looms in the back of my mind and just, it, it just does something to you as you're watching the film. And when it, of course, when all the shit hits the fan, it just, it's fucking perfect. So, but yeah, I do definitely need to give it a rewatch because I, I love it. It's one of my favorite uh, films of all time, horror films of all time. So. Oh yeah. I'll definitely need to get on that. Yeah, the remake to me sucks so much ass. It's ridiculous. Uh, Tom Welling, which I love, Tom Welling. I'm a big Smallville fan, but just he just did not pull this role off at all. Um, just fell flat for me completely. It's I tried to watch it like a few months ago, and honestly, I think I fell asleep and, and halfway through it. This was bad, bad, bad. I literally think I don't turn movies off. Let me let me say that I always yeah. give a movie a shot because it can always surprise you. Right. I turned this movie off at for 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's, it's just really, really, really hard. I'm yeah. Telling you. It's just nothing to it. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so and like I said, if, if you agree with the fact that it's, it's a, a demon film or you disagree, I would love to know your thoughts on this because like I said, it's, uh, I even asked, I said, do you think it's a demon film? And you're like, eh. and I've asked mm-hmm. a, a few more people too. And they go, I don't think so, man. I'm like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to roll with it and see what happens because it was a vengeful, revengeful demon film. So absolutely. Um, but like I said, and, and I love the fact that they're, they're pirates. That's just, that's a bad, you know, a pirate demon. I mean, you can't beat that. Yeah. That's gnarly. So, yeah. <laughs> very. <laughs> But uh, so that's our that's our top fives. Yes, um, hope you enjoyed those. I I really watching these films. Uh, I only watched a few of them to get ready for this, but I really did enjoy uh, you know revisiting. I actually watched Prince of Darkness, thinking it was a demon film. <laughs> it, it really isn't, but I, I loved it. We'll we'll cover that yes. later. Later, uh, fantastic movie. Yes, uh, I loved. It. But I wish they'd made. Uh, we well, know what. Never mind. We're gonna say it. We'll say it. So if you want to hear that, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad. So sad. Too bad. Right? Uh, anything else you want to add to the end of this episode? Kevin? Um, we just kind of talk about some movies that didn't make the cut. I know you wanted to mention uh, The Gate. Yes. Oh man, that movie fucked me up as a kid. <laughs> I mean, really. My, my friend, I remember the, the. I remember almost the day I watched it. My friend called me from across the street. He goes, "Man." We're in this movie. It's so cool. It's a it's a kids movie. You'll love it. It's 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 about these kids that find this uh, this portal to another dimension, and it's really it's, it's sci fi. And I was all cool. That sounds awesome. And we start watching it and getting into it, and I'm like, "What the fuck is this? <laughs> you know, uh, this is scary as shit." And I'm going to freak out tonight. And I had nightmares for at least a month. Oh man. Um, 
freakiest kids film and i use very hard quotations on that you know i've ever seen honestly so yeah they don't make those children horror movies the same anymore you know they're back in the day they used to actually put in scary shit you know because back in the day they were like oh the kids can handle it you know they'll sure they're going to be scared for weeks or whatever but they'll get over it you know, for weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And even even kind of when I was growing up, the Goosebumps and Are You Afraid of the Dark, those those kind of shows, those were a lot more they were willing to show a lot more back in the day, back in the they really were. 80s and 90s than they'll show today. Oh, hell yeah, man. Today it's uh kids are just real you know, it's just don't it's not showing up because if you know, we don't want to upset anybody, which which for right, you know, and I agree that some people don't need to watch some things. But at the same point, I do miss that, you know, oh, my God, what the hell was that? And why was that shown in a kid's film? But, oh, absolutely. Um, but, yeah, I, I that movie to me, it holds a special place in my heart because it really did freak me out. I think I, I didn't see it until after I saw Psycho, uh, which is probably a good thing. Because if, if, I, if I'd seen it first, I probably would have sworn off films because that really did freak the shit out of me. Because uh, I really thought there was, like, things under my bed in the closet and maybe you know, guys falling on the floor, breaking into a million different you know, little demons or whatever. And, did they kill anybody in that movie? Uh, I can't. I, I don't know. I can't remember. It's been a long time since I've seen that film. It's been a long time. So I can't tell you for sure. I, I don't think they did, honestly. Okay. Uh, I think they alluded to it maybe, but I don't think they really did. Got you. Um, I think the, the parents may have died, but they didn't show it. Okay. I think. Got you. Anyway, I need to watch, I wanted to watch it again. Yeah, absolutely. Like, tomorrow. Um, another so, movie I wanted to mention was Night of the Demons 2. Um, I know yes. this was one that I had just watched a couple nights ago. Yeah. If you're a fan of the first one, it's worth checking out, but don't expect the first one. I see that's yeah, that's that's what I've heard. But yeah, like they they visit the same house, but that's not where it all goes down. Really? Yeah. It, they they go they come back and forth between the house and the school and and shit, and it just kind of becomes diluted because you just want them to stay at the house because you know creepy shits there. Right. And plus they arm themselves with like balloons full of holy water and they've got like bright green fucking neon uh, water guns with holy water. And they just like barge in here and they're just like shooting these things. Because like you mentioned, Night of the Demons, it has enough, you know, seriousness, but it doesn't take itself too seriously. You know, it's cheesy. It has fun. This one kind of goes a little bit over the top. I think it was from 94. So you kind of know how those mid 90s movies go. Wow. Yeah. Yep, definitely. I can definitely tell where that, that went off the rails right there. Because mid-90s, either you nailed it or you fucked it up. Oh, yeah. The way. There's no in-between on that. 90% um, fucking dropped the ball. Yeah, that's sad. It's so sad. You know, movies like Scream and, like, I Know What You Did Last Summer, those knocked out of the park. Movies like that, you think, okay, you have a good base. Let's make something good out of it. And then they just shit the bed. And I'm like, that just sucks. Right. So, especially from coming from such an iconic film. But, um uh, what I wanted to talk about too, that it, it actually got bumped off my list uh, for the fog, actually, uh, was Insidious, and we talked, but we yeah. mentioned that earlier. Um, did you have that, that at five? And then at, I did. Okay. Okay. I did because I had the Bobby Duke at number four, and then I want to put the fog in and just kind of rolled everything down one. So, uh, but yeah, that movie is really, really, really good. Uh, it does a few things wrong, but I think overall, the the aspect of the fact that they it's like a slow burn, you know, they kind of introduce the thing at the first and they kind of just slowly build up, build up, build up to where you're like in the demon's house and he's like running after you. That's, oh, yeah. that's just fucking bad. I genuinely think that that is one of the better modern horror films. Yes, I agree. It really ticks totally. a lot of boxes. Um, the music is, is amazing. It's, mm-hmm. it even has that, those forties music. And what was that one guy's name with the curly hair and the ukulele? 
Uh, Tiny Tiny Tim. Yeah, that motherfucker, dude. He can fucking scare the (laughs) shit shit. out of anybody. Yes. So, but it's just, oh my god! And then that one scene where the demon shows up behind the guy. Yes, dude. I shit my pants when I saw it the first time. I think that's one of the more scariest moments in recent movies. Yes, and it's it. I just can't say enough good things about that that movie. It probably yeah. that one and Sinister probably would have made it on my list, but I completely forgot about Sinister and Insidious. Yeah. I kind of thought was more possession. See, and that's yeah, again, you know that with that fine line was just we danced. It was so line, damn very, tough. Very yeah, yeah. Uh, the one scene with the demon behind that's one of those jump scares we talked about earlier. The fact that they that was just very well done. Oh my and god, it yeah. wasn't overly used. It was just one, and it just it does its job and it does it perfectly. Um, Absolutely, but, but then of course that you know the whole James Wan uh, universe tries to to really pull that off on every single movie, and it just doesn't pan out the same way. So no, um, but yeah, but I think that uh, I think that about does it for uh, for our demons in depth dive. Yes, so, yes. Yeah, so hit hit us up, guys. Let us know how we did. You know, let us yeah. know if we were terrible at our decisions. Let us know if we were good. Let us know your top five. We're really interested in kind of seeing where you guys are at with demons. Yes, because like I said, it's a it's a huge subgenre. So I mean, it, we, I'm sure we missed a whole bunch of them that were fantastic, or or some that were just so cheesy they just suck. But you got to watch them. So mm-hmm. and, and we we got to know because I know Kevin likes to watch shitty movies. <laughs> Fuck Demon you. Wind, come on, <laughs> get out of here. I got to bring up one shitty movie up every every week from here on out. That's yeah, it. I'm doing at it. Least, yeah, you, we should really do Kevin's shitty movie pick of the week. There you go. Yep, right at the that's end. That's what we're doing. That that's an official <laughs> spot from now on. Okay, I'll I'll even make up cool little you know, song or something for that. But no, everyone check out Tiny Demon Tim. Wind, please. Everybody check out Demon Wind. <laughs> I'm going to resurrect Tiny Tim to, to make him a, a song for this. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for next week. But I, honestly, I know what we're doing. Do you know, do you know what our next subgenre is going to be? I'm, I have an inkling. What do you, what do you think we want to... How does ghosts sound? Ghosts sounds fantastic. Cool. Because I can talk about the fog again. Right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's that's a ghost argument because you know that's kind of where it all started. You know, if you think about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm really excited. Scary shit. So. You know, demons was so hard because there's so many subgenres within it. Ghosts, I feel like, can be very one note. Um, yes. You know, so I'm excited, man. We're gonna we're gonna rock this bitch out. Yep. I can't wait to see where Casper falls on your list, too. So, Oh, uh, number one. Christina Ritchie's that girl, man. She's the girl. <laughs> yeah. She'll be there uh, this weekend, Horror Hound. So, yeah, uh, we'll yeah. Ask her. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway. But, yeah, hopefully we're going to actually do – maybe do a show from there, maybe, possibly. Yeah. If we're lucky. So, yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll see if it all pans out. But I would love to do a show from – you know, at least, at least from doing the weekend and then kind of the aftermath of what we what we saw and who we met and all that stuff. So, right. But, but stay tuned. That may be a bonus episode. Who knows? But, anyway. Well, I think that about wraps up for us on this episode. Our social medias. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at It's a Horror Pod. You can find us on Instagram at It's a Horror Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at It's a Horror Podcast. My personal Instagram is uh, The Shape of Revenge. And what is yours? Slashing Captain. That's on, uh, and, that's, and that's just you on Instagram. What Do you have a Facebook? I do, but I. But you it's, don't. Yeah, it's so. just too much old people talking about politics and religion and money and just. Yeah, I, hear you. I just sit there and cry. So yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I did too, man. It's it's, it's so sad, uh, especially with the climate and I, the climate we're living in now is extra horror film in itself. So oh, absolutely, that's a whole other podcast. So, Without yeah. a doubt. Yeah, but anyway, but yeah, hit us up on those social medias and uh, and again, thank you so so much for listening to us and, and just uh, I can't thank you enough, honestly, because it's it's more love than we thought we'd ever get. So oh yeah, I'd be cool with 
five views, you know, just one person liking our show is enough to do this because genuinely I think we could just do this just without an audience. You know, we, I love doing this. I know Mm -hmm. you love doing this and I know this is something we're going to be doing for a long time. We're glad to have you guys on board. So let's, let's, let's do this, man. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Till next week. Uh, I'm Jerry. I'm Kevin. See you.